back to the nerdy news you need to know throughout the week on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world because my name's Train Voice Hoodie. Negative Kevin. Negative, negative Kevin. All right. And you're officially listening to this Monday episode. What, Kev? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Oh, it's nice to breathe in deeply again. It's nice to be alive. Uh, I think we could all say that because your boy's struggling and Kevin's alive right now. So good. Yeah, it's been a week it's for been, both of us. It's been a oh. reversal of roles right now. How was your Louisville trip, sorry, by the way, before it, we get into everything? It was week. good. We'll, we'll get to that in what you're doing. Don't worry. We have a good, but you can tell I'm, I'm hurting a little bit. For, it wasn't Louisville. It was Tampa. You, Tampa. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm hurting from Tampa, Tampa this weekend. Hi, Rose. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be a good time. Got a good episode for you today because, like you see in the title, Sharing our last-minute uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever predictions. Pretty much all the last-minute thoughts we have before we go see it and talk to you about it on Thursday. Also, we're talking about God of War, the review roundups, letting you know, should you get that game this weekend? Should you wait on it? Should you wait on them Black Friday deals, which will probably happen? Uh, and we got to talk about the casting news happening in the Agatha Harkness show. But you can see everything we're talking about and so much more by going to hot995.com slash... Crisis crew or Kevin, I'm going to take one of yours because you can go now to youtube.com slash at infinite underscore pods because your boy finally fixed it and was able to change it. So it's unified with at infinite underscore pods. Look at us being all synergetical. Is that a word? No. Close enough. (laughs) Close enough. But where else can they go, Kevin, to interact with us? Twitch.tv slash infinite underscore pods. Watch us live and comment with us. Yes, it's a good time. And we're live now. So if you, fun fact, we record the videos live. We see what happens. We, knock on wood, haven't needed to take anything out so far. You know, we're not that controversial, which is a good thing in this case. And then we post it up as soon as we can. And because, you know, today's Monday and it's N7 day. So we waited for that too. Happy N7 day, Kevin. Yes, I'll be um, saving the world again with Commander Shepard later. Yes. So we post <laughs> episodes when we can. And, you know, Thursday, you want to you want to watch that one slash listen to that one because it won't be a good episode. Speaking of that, there were a lot of there's a lot of controversy on um, on YouTube after the Avatar trailer trap because I guess it got a, a lot of them got copyright strikes on it. That doesn't surprise me. I'm not gonna lie. The, we did not watch it last week when it was my solo dolo episode. We talked about it a lot, but I did get because I had like Avatar in the keywords or whatever. It's like a behind the scenes thing. It did take a bit to like process it. And that's just what happens. You know, James Cameron's got to look at everyone's trailer reactions, make sure everyone says it looks beautiful. You don't like my movie, then I will come down here with vengeance and fury you've uh, never seen. Well, this is an interesting fun fact. This is technically a news thing, but because we're mentioning about it before we get into what you're doing. James Cameron has said that he will stop making Avatar uh, the Triz trilogy or whatever he was going to do if Avatar 2 doesn't do well in, in uh, box office performance. So if you don't want to see more blue people, don't go see it this year. What a, what a baby. <laughs> I mean, what a baby. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But what are we going to do? But what you can do is, Kevin, you can talk about what you're doing, which is where we talk about the things we've been playing, things we've been watching, and lives we've been living. And Monday, Kevin, you get to go first. What you been doing? I had a battle with COVID. Oh, okay. I started off when I had a very careless coworker, overnight board out, who shall remain nameless, August. Um, he decided to come to work when he was sick. And spent the whole night breathing up all his COVID air on the board in the oh. studio. Then here comes old Kevin in the morning. Has to take the board over after him. And guess what he did? I had to touch the board. He tried to wipe it, it down. <laughs> tried to disinfect it, but it was too late. I had to walk in his presence of COVID air in his little studio mm. overnight. Farting and breathing up on burping all the COVID stuff all over the studio. Pissed me off. Mm. So yeah, after that I got sick. Um, it was kind of gradual. I felt weird on Tuesday night. I felt sick Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, I felt a little better. Saturday felt a little better than Sunday. And today I feel back to my normal self. Okay. But I didn't test positive until Sunday, which is weird. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. Now you're part of the, the collective that's had it. Yeah, this is my third time, second official with COVID. I will oh, say this has been this has been the easiest time. I well, you're maxed up. So hopefully by now yeah. it is the easiest time. <laughs> like when I say I, I felt better, I was just sleepy mostly. I just mm. slept a lot. Slept a lot. Watched a lot of TV. That's okay. Right caught on. up. Yeah. Well, uh, what TV did you watch though while you were on quarantine? Uh, I, I pretty I pretty much started everything over again. I, I was already finishing. Superstore, I went back so to finished. the pandemic and it was just like, let me time travel again. I really did. 
I finished up Superstore, um, finished that again, and then I started back up with Parks and Rec, got to season five of that. Then I started um, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, got to season mm. five of that. Then I was scrolling TikTok on s- Saturday night and saw a really cool introspective on Avatar The Last Airbender. So I started rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender, right. Last Airbender, now I'm finishing book two of that probably today, and then start book three tomorrow. So yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff and then chilling. Good. Uh, any any video games? I feel like I feel like a quarantine is a good like. Fortunately, it is a quarantine, but like if you don't have to work, like shoot, put a video game on you haven't played and beat it in five days or whatever. So, uh, still continue my playthrough of God of War, but my nose was so congested it was kind of hard to focus mm. when you're fighting, you know, oh, yeah, a giant yeah. goblin mm. or something like that. So didn't do too much again. I, I played a little bit of uh, MLB the Show, but that was about it. Yeah. Mostly it was just watching comfort shows. There you go. There you go. Uh, anything else? How's the fam doing? Or you know, is it? Uh, we're excited for November. We are excited. Um, this week, um, Black Panther, of course. My niece is getting married this Saturday. Um, she'll be um joining the 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 the, the I guess the vast people that get, that kind of had to postpone their weddings because of COVID, mm-hmm. and it's coming up again now. So she's getting married um this Saturday. Uh, my wife does have COVID right now, and she got it from me because of a jerk that worked overnight. So it's kind of working its way through the house right now. My daughter had it, but she's negative now, too. She's fine. And then my wife is like two days behind me. So she should be fine by like Wednesday or Thursday. Hopefully. Okay. Now, because you've talked about this before, we're seeing it together. Thank you, Allied, for letting us go see it. Um, Are you you seeing Black Panther with the family before the wedding this weekend? Are you seeing it after? We're going to try to see it on Friday. Mm -hmm. Friday (laughs) before the the rehearsal dinner. You're like, all right, we're going to go do it. Then rehearsal dinner. Well, they have an actual routine on Thursday because she's right. doing something for her for a dress on Friday. Uh-huh. So we're gonna try to go see it on Saturday, like afternoonish before evening. Cra- crazy gets uh, later in the day. So, but um, if not, then um, the wedding's not till five on Saturday, uh-huh. and I don't have to be there till like three. So I'm gonna so see it on the say day. like <laughs> you're you you and the immediate fam are the only ones who've seen it. Are you are you gonna hold that power in case like someone cuts you in line? Someone like takes the last entree or something like you're gonna spoil it right there Mine. am i I'm, I'm i'm feeling pretty petty these days man. <laughs> <laughs> something about the story about a covid made me a little bit more petty oh. i don't know <laughs> so, I mean, I'm like, you know what guess what happened nah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think i might i might put that in the old holster there you go you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> But how was Tampa, my friend? Uh, Tampa was lovely. Uh, it was really dope to see a lot of you actually there and actually have you buy Crisis Crew shirts. Not not because you're guilty because I was right there and you felt guilty about it, but because you like us. Um, Graham, it was really dope hanging out with you. Um, and if I didn't catch your name or you bought a Crisis Crew shirt, please DM me personally at Andrew Hoodie. And I want to make sure we get your name and shout you out because it was really dope. I had people call literally people called me out. Because I called more of my girlfriend. Literally five people are like, your fiance, you mean, right? I'm like, okay, whoa, we can chill here. We're good. You know, I always felt weird saying fiance. I always called Alicia my betrothed. But oh, kind of, more, more like fantasy Game yeah. of Thrones style. Yeah, I think <laughs> more, I call more a fiance, like Beyonce. A fiance, uh, like that. Uh, and it's fun to spell that because every time in like when texting, uh, the, the autocorrect is like, well, no, you mean normal fiance, right? I'm like, no, I want this one. Yeah, you can't get to short to Yonce. Exactly. Yonce. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, but yeah, Tampa's really dope. Uh, the flight. Flight was a flight. It was interesting. Uh, the Wi-Fi went out, so that was that was a great time. Uh, so I watched, I watched half of the Elvis movie this weekend. That movie's long. <laughs> I was like, damn, we still got an hour to go in this movie. I heard so many mixed things about that movie, how how great it is, or it's kind of it's kind of just okay. But also here, it's like it's really long. <laughs> yeah, um, just watch that. Finish the Uncharted movie, and pretty much came to the consensus it was a good movie. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it does get a sequel because they really set it up at the end to have one. Um, but it was a, it's an entertaining flight movie for sure. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix now. So I've been on the plane in so long. I don't know why I watch on the plane. Well, anything that they had a lot of movies I was excited to watch because like, all right, let me finish this Elvis movie. And then the Wi-Fi went. I was like, damn it. I can't watch anything else besides the Elvis movie. <laughs> That's uh, you didn't download, pre-download the producer. Well, I, always, I did, always but sometimes sometimes your apps just don't work. And this was the time the apps were like, no, we don't have downloads. So I was like, you do. I downloaded them <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Usually, my fights of Florida are always office episodes. I don't know why. That's, that's my comfort flying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Moore and I are kind of doing a thing now uh, that we're watching every wedding movie. 
uh just whenever we have downtime there's not a show or anything we're watching so we watched the hangover one uh two before i left for the ship we watched hangover two last night and uh those movies whoo they are of their time 12 years ago <laughs> yeah they don't age well do they they don't age well uh, <laughs> and it's definitely not realistic uh especially when you're playing a bachelor party like that type of stuff as far as i know um but the next one we have obviously hangover three then we're gonna do bridesmaids um wedding crashers pretty much every yes. wedding movie which uh if you have a wedding movie that's your go-to dm us it'd be, it'd be really dope to figure out and see these like i haven't seen i think it's father of the bride so i have to watch that too and then and like three or four of those i think i'll watch the good ones i don't know whichever is good because i know they came out with like a revival one that's kind of weird so i want the steve oh, yeah, yeah they did who yeah who isn't a new one? Oh, muppets take manhattan is technically a wedding movie because of the very end of it which is the muppet wedding which is ideal I think the other ones. You're right. My favorite, my favorite one is Wedding Crashers, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crazy Witch Agents. That's another one. Oh yes. Oh, we'll watch that. We love that one. We watched that in theaters. We'll definitely watch that one. What uh, else we got? Ready or not, The Corpse Bride. Oh, Ready Emma. or Not is a uh, and Corpse Bride are two different. <laughs> I don't know. Those aren't really wedding, wedding like cute wedding movies. But okay. I guess technically Palm Springs is about a wedding. Uh-huh. It's not about. It's not a wedding movie, but it's about a wedding. That is true. It does take place at a wedding, not their wedding though. Tyler Hoechlin's wedding. <laughs> Vacation Friends, uh, that was that wasn't that funny though. Mm. Uh, Twenty Seven Dresses, uh, that'd be a good. Oh, one, I've never probably. seen that movie, so that'd be a good one. That would be a good one. A Proposal with Ryan Reynolds, that'd probably be good. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, 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 yes. What's the one with Kevin with, with um Kevin Hart and the other guy? Um, <laughs> the, the Rock, <laughs> the, wet, the, the Wedding Ringer. Um, oh, Josh Gad, that's a good Josh one Gad, too. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. a good one too. Uh, oh, here's two great ones. I love you, man, and Tag. Tag was good. I love you, man. Is good too. Mike and Dave needs wedding dates. That's a good one. Yeah, the wedding planner. Never seen that one either. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, in this wedding movie list, the Meg is there. Is there? A, yeah, I, I don't know Meg. why the I see that too. I don't get why the Meg is on this list of great wedding movies, wedding thrillers. Oh, a classic one too. You have to watch is the Wedding Singer with Drew Barrymore. Never Adamson. seen that one either. Surprise. Oh yeah, put that one high on your list. That 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 that, that is that is vintage peak Adam Sandler. Another one we like, we've both seen is uh, Table 19. Technically not about getting married, but it's about the, that one table you have at your wedding that just is like the extra random table of just like, all right, well, yeah, you had too many here, you had too many here, so you just all sit here. That's a good movie. Table you I'm <laughs> no, you're going to be at a prime table at mine, Kevin. Don't worry. Also, um, another, another one's classic, um, My Best Friend's Wedding with Julia Roberts. Okay. I mean, you gotta watch that too. I will. Yeah. I will. Um, but on top of that, before, I know it's a long what you do, it's okay. Kevin's gone. We get to talk to each other. Uh, when we were touring a wedding venue, we went to go look at a place in near Richmond. Uh, this is how I know I'm marrying the right person. More let me control the uh, the music. And while I was driving, I was like, "Hey, put on the Black Pan- Panther soundtrack." And then once we got through that, hey. Play some Ludwig for me. And she knew what to go to. I was like, hey, and with the Mandalorian popped on and I was driving with the Mandalorian theme song. I was dope as hell on 95. Something about that song that makes you drive at like 90 miles an hour, but precisely. Exactly. Like, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like a, like a reckless 90, 90. It's like a no, I'm here and I'm there. And then she put on Duel of Fates and that was dangerous because then I was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That makes you. Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. I love that movie. I love that scene. As soon as I hear that, the tunnel, I don't even know what they're saying. There are well, yeah. lyrics to that song, but I don't want to look at the lyrics. I just like saying random noises for it. Yeah, there's there's like a, a random lyrics uh, cheat sheet for that. It's, it's, it's hilarious. I can't mm. remember. I can't remember where you can find it though. Probably, Probably Genius or A to Z Lyrics or whatever dot com yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, you know what? Technically, I guess too. Also, Pirates of the Caribbean that world's end. There's a wedding in at the end when they're fighting on the that ship. That's true. That is true. So we have a lot <laughs> of movies to watch. Thankfully, we're not getting married for a while, so we can watch <laughs> these. But you know, now we've talked about what we've been doing. Kevin, let's get on into it. We got a lot to talk about because it's time for the news. It's time. The news. Almost heard of that time, but I still kind of get got, got the cadence of it. That's okay. We figure it out. We figure it out. Uh, but first things first, obviously, today is as of this podcast recording and seven days. So congratulations if you've beaten it, Mass Effect like us. Because I can say now us, uh, and we can now celebrate, hopefully, Mass Effect potentially four, a true four coming eventually. I, mean, I doubt it. My my hopes aren't up for it. Is it is it is it eleven oh seven in in um California yet? I will it, say it, no, no, not yet. So maybe at eleven oh seven we'll know something. Eleven oh seven Pacific time we'll know something. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah. So N seven day. If you didn't know what it is, uh, it is the Mass Effect day essentially because N seven in Mass Effect, Kevin, is what. 
N7 is a special operative of the military um, that Shepard is. It's basically like, like one of the highest classes you can be in before you get to um, uh, Spectre. Spectre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's cool. He's got your little red sli- Put your little red sleeve on if you have that or blue if you change the color, which why would you? Because the red was what it came with. See, I know these things now about Mass Effect. Last year at this time, I didn't know about them. Now I do. Everything is when I see somebody in public with like an N7 hat or N7 like patch on their jacket. I'm like, hey, man, what are you talking about? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, to, but to go from one big video game franchise to the other, we have to talk about it also because out this week, one of the biggest entries in gaming this year so far, Sonic Frontier. Just kidding. God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> and this is fun thing. because Kevin, when we first talked about God of War Ragnarok this year, he had it on his PlayStation, wasn't going to play it, knew nothing about it. Now man's singing the theme song over here and loving it. Uh, yeah, this game is great. I may have to max my credit card out um, before the end of the year to get a PS5 so I can play this. <laughs> So, Kevin, God of War, the first one, um, just refresh us. What did you like about it in sort of like a 30 seconds or less thing? It was so expansive, but being, but being so simple. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, um, there's a, like to compare it to a game that's kind of like it is um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's, uh-huh. it's definitely the type of feel of the game. But Valhalla is so large, it's overwhelming to a degree. Whereas God of War... Number one, you don't realize you're kind of a spoiler. You don't realize you're playing an open world game to about an hour or two in. Uh huh. Because it feels like it's like, it like a linear game. You do this part, then you do that part, and you do that part. Then suddenly you get to the certain part of the game. It's oh, it's an open world game. I can, I can choose where I want to go. And it's a, like I said, it's a huge world, but it's not huge. So huge that it's overwhelming. And the story is so simplistic, but yet so massive that it's almost like the perfectly, um, I guess, written game. Yeah. Of the, come out of that, of that last generation, I think. Well, Kevin, you'll be delighted to know that looks like God of War Ragnarok is more of the same, pretty much. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm looking at, at our at our little um, uh, uh, fantasy um, fantasy game here, and right now it's I got a 94. So everybody seems to like it. Here's the thing: so our fantasy gaming league we've had since the beginning of the year. Kevin really picked heavy hitters that didn't like weren't coming out till the end of the year. So it's kind of me leading it for a while. Now that God of War came out. It's looking like he's getting a lot of points for that. They haven't been added yet fully, but <laughs> looking at you getting 25 points. The game is evened now, most likely. Yeah, but you have a few games coming out that's still this year. And actually, I got to pick up a few games because my games, uh, I don't have them. I don't have enough games. So well, no. So we have the same amount of games still because three of my games didn't come out. So I picked oh, yeah, three right. more yeah, games yeah. to even it because uh, I would have lost horribly <laughs> if they didn't come out. Uh, but the interesting thing is, you know, the kind of conversation so far this year for Game of the Year, which we'll talk about obviously more in December, really, has been that it's always been Elden Ring, really top of the, top of the line. Obviously, we have our own personal Game of the Years. Didn't play Elden Ring. Kevin didn't either. Um, but now that God of War is here this week, it'll be interesting to see what the conversation is of gameplay versus narrative, really, is between these two games. Yeah, because, I mean, Elden Ring is... is there, there's like a... Um, a narrative to it but i think it was, it was more about like just like the the different type of boss battles on there yeah. like you fight mm-hmm. a big three-headed mm-hmm. dog then you fight like a big witch um but everything i'm reading about god of war is like it's it, it the narrative the gameplay the controls the characters like it, it just seems like it, it honestly seems like this they, they did with this game they did with most movies like when they did endgame and infinity war for us top, top of my head they would develop at the same time mm-hmm and then they made each movies stingling, but they knew where they were going for each one. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like with God of War. They already knew where they were going with this yeah. when they were making the first one. Yeah, and so, so kind, of, kind of the places that have been saying it, uh, of reviews so far, IGN gave it a 10 out of 10, calling it an enthralling spectacle to behold and an even more exciting one to take the reins of. God of War melds uh, action and adventure together to create a new, unforgettable Norse saga. Um, then we had our friends at Games Radar. Uh, gave it a four and a half out of five. I found God of War Ragnarok an oddly split experience overall. There's a light start that feels padded, still good, but missing death, which leads into a weighty finish that's every bit the equal of its predecessor. Kevin, what else have you been seeing about it? Um, kind of funny. Had like a almost an hour and a half review on it. They all seem to love it. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm um, pulling up some more here. Um, my computer works. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, another company is calling. They're already kind of giving it the game of the year. Which okay, I get it. But you know, there's some. There's still a few other games to come out. But mm. <laughs> but it seems like this is a really good game. Yeah. 
Um, so if you've been waiting on it, if you've been trying to get the PS5 with God of War, it's looking like now is the time, really, because if you set yourself up, you would have... I mean, if you got a PS5 now, you're set up with a bunch, a butt-ton of good games because you have the Spider-Man games, the Horizon games, God of War, literally the Last of Us games, right in Uncharted, if technically, if you want to do those, even though they make a new one for PS5, but there's yeah. bangers for you. Yeah, and um, that's another one I got to get. I got to get Horizon Forbidden West because I heard that's just as good, if not better than the last one as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but something, Kevin, to switch it up to go from one fantasy world to a different one that's actually over because HBO has officially canceled Westworld. That's what that was from. I thought that was Batman. Damn it. The whole time I kept thinking that was the Arkham Asylum theme. Uh, but HBO has officially canceled Westworld after four seasons. And let's be honest with ourselves. After the first season, really midway through season two, we all kind of dropped off after it. Yeah. It, the, the show was like a lot of ideas, but not a lot of... Um, substance mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. and they kept killing cyclops like and that kind of kind of Stop pissed me killing off killing james marsden <laughs> damn it and anthony hopkins every time Stay, leave him dead he's already <laughs> dead leave him down there uh i mean so so what happened is the hollywood reporter uh said that essentially the even though the show's critically acclaimed for the network i mean we all season one chef's kiss um they said that jonathan nolan and lisa joy have uh, we're also ambiguous after season four's finale, if they get a season five. Turns out they actually were in conversations to have season five happen. The actors were gonna about to be paid for it, and then that's when HBO decided to cancel it. This is probably the, I mean, next to the Batgirl, it's the biggest cancellation thing, most likely, we've seen for HBO slash Warner Brothers. Um, it, it came out, I mean, we didn't even really season four trailer and the whole season came out and we didn't really even talk about it because neither of us are interested in it one but two like really didn't as trendy as it was it was season one yeah my wife my wife my wife and i uh watched the first season we really enjoyed it i think i, I think i got you to watch it after watch season one mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. and then we watched season two we were kind of just like it's just too much <laughs> they're, they're doing way too much suddenly this uh robot chick lady uh is like the smartest thing ever and like why why is she so evil all of a sudden it was just like why like, uh, stop killing yeah, him stop I, killing james martin and i don't i don't know if it was really jumping the shark the expression that season one happened and then maybe this you know what this i feel like westworld would have been more successful as a limited series a la lovecraft country you know what you're right instead of going on for season because if we just had season and a half really of like 18 episodes however long i remember the episode counts and it ended there and then it ended with oh i think it was dolores was the robot yeah, dolores, that's uh, her name, yeah. goes into the open world and that's the end of it great because what happened why this show i think lost a lot of people is they went into the future the modern world and people were like i don't want that i want the cool robots and cowboy world yeah and then there was a samurai world and there was like you know all these other things and people were cared about that more than the actual just the future and the they had a game of thrones cool. connection too which were all like ho because they had a dragon in there at the same time as yeah and then and then the other thing was too that they bernard was dead and he wasn't dead and he came back and then he wasn't dead again it was it was it was it was a show i think that really tried way too hard to be i guess i think heady is oh, and the man, like, remember season one man in the black hat who we were like oh ed harris and then you're like oh wait a second that's young ed harris the whole time we didn't know yeah the weird time jump and, mm. and, and which was cool but then but then it, it became like a um Forced a crutch plot. almost yeah because mm-hmm. in the second season because you, you didn't watch the second season right i think i did i don't remember second season had so many so many like time jumps and skips i'm like what what are we really yeah. doing here um i mean yeah so it it sucks i mean not interestingly enough like that was kind of like tessa thompson that was her side project we always like all right tessa thompson's taking a break for a movie she's filming westworld or most likely or something like that yeah she wasn't i I, I forgot all about she was actually in that but she wasn't even in it that much that could have been another reason why she was in a lot those later seasons but we we didn't watch it she she, like would appear and then she wouldn't appear and there'd be like a naked robot on her bed that she was using to service Mm -hmm. her okay cool but no, she's a really good actress. You can like put her in more than just two scenes, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, with that kind of getting canceled, I mean, we've kind of talked about how, like, even I say, I think I talked about this last week, Avenue 5 being out on HBO. It's not been that good. More and I are still watching it with season two. It's like, all right. Oh, I think HBO. She, oh, yeah. Speaking of not that good, I watched the last blockbuster show on Netflix. Uh-huh. Ugh. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> we wanted to start it. Damn. All right. It's okay. It, it's it's kind of like 
visual candy corn. Now, Kevin, you're watching it. And you're like, why am I watching this? So the blockbuster <laughs> show, uh, is it? So apparently it's from the writers or creators or someone from Superstore. How would you rank it with Space Force on Netflix? I watch Space Force before I watch. Oh wow! <laughs> We've turned it on to Space Force on this show. And Space Force, I mean, I tried to watch that during my second bout with COVID, and it wasn't that it was a bad show. I was just like, uh, I'd rather watch Lord. something else because yeah. I, I, I watched Arcane instead because Arcane was like everywhere at that point. Um, but Blockbuster, last Blockbuster, like like you said, it was the creators of of free writers from Brooklyn Nine Nine Superstore. It must have been like the intern ones or something because <laughs> it it. There, there are a couple of forced laughs, but the performances are kind of like over. It's just not. Uh, ugh, I don't know. It's, it's, it was something missing. Uh, I was looking for a good workplace comedy <laughs> to replace, but no, not this one. No. Awesome. Okay. Well, good. Thank you for saving me from not having to waste my time on that, I guess. Uh, but it's interesting, you know, with this being canceled to see, you know, we've had a lot of adult. Tuka and Birdie got canceled last week. I think I talked about that on Thursday, which that was more more as like favorite yeah. animated adult show watching because it, it was on. Comedy Central, then was on Adult Swim and HBO Max, weird things, um, to see, all right, they're really streamlining. We kind of heard last week that they're focusing on franchises, continuing that out, at least with new content, at least like shows and stuff like that. When the rumor of like Harry Potter getting new movies and oddly enough, the CEO saying, oh, we haven't had a new Harry Potter movie in 12 years, even though we've had three Fantastic Beast movies, which that's a whole thing. That's interesting. They don't count, and you know it. That is true. Uh, yeah. Okay, I mean, hey, just make the damn play a movie. That's your easy money right there. You already have it written out. <laughs> or just start over again. No, we don't know. No, we don't need that. Just start, go. start over. I mean, I'm, Kevin, I'm we you, don't ten, need the Percy Jackson effect on Harry Potter yet, okay? <laughs> a 10-episode per book series would be buku. We're, we don't want the Percy Jackson route, Kevin. That's what they're doing to Percy Jackson right now. <laughs> I know, but still, it would be it would make a lot of people a lot of money. It would make a lot of money, but make Harry, I, I wouldn't be just, happy just, about just, it. Just make him a always bad actor's name. The guy that played Harry Potter. Just make him Dumbledore. Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, just make him Dumbledore. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay about that. The interesting thing though is your wife and I would be. Your wife would be very pissed if they made it. Uh, they recast things though. You know she would. Yeah, I'm working with her about that kind of stuff. Attachment issues with characters. Yes. <laughs> it's it's funny to be married with somebody married to somebody who has complete opposite views of yourself. Like we're totally the opposite, but for some reason it works. Okay, you make each know. other better. That's all that matters, <laughs> baby. Uh, but something that does make HBO and Warner Brothers better is James Gunn. And yes. let's face it, he's already. I mean, he hasn't had a productive first week. Of DC because you know it's a first week of you controlling everything, but man, the man is a great job on Twitter of just like handling fandom because he essentially has addressed uh, the the air cut fans for Suicide Squad and the Legends of Tomorrow fans saying I hear I hear you, and while it's not the immediate focus, if we do address those, you'll be the first to know. You're the air cut people, you realize there's a better Suicide Squad movie you can just go watch right now, right? Like it's there, you can just go watch it and enjoy. They it. want. <laughs> Jared Leto as Joker, damn it. <laughs> Why? I mean, you got it. And you saw what it was, and it was what it was. I, I didn't it mind it. what it is. I didn't mind it. Um, the the uh, Teen Titans didn't mind. Didn't like it if you, if you watched the Teen Titans go to the movies. But <laughs> it's, Which it's, not a but, lot of people watch, even though that is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you got it, and then it's gone. So just move on with your life and watch the, the better movie with Idris Alba and John Cena. Like, yeah. come on. Uh, but here's what James Gunn said on Twitter. Uh, open up Twitter at the end of a long creative weekend to see the many tweets to hashtag save legends tomorrow and hashtag release the air cut and fan support for other DJ DC projects over the years. Majority of these requests were enthusiastic and respectful as the new and first ever CEOs of DC studios. Peter Safran and I think it's important. We acknowledge you the fans and let you know we hear your different desires for the pathways forward for DC. And though our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU telling the biggest story ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects, but we do welcome and invite all DC fandoms from across the multiverse. I will say, though, I am part of the people of, of Save Legends of Tomorrow because that show was great. I don't care if I say Yeah, I, I think interesting, like, I think this is a good move. I think, I uh, like, we shouldn't expect, you know, Legends to be saved, Air Cut to be saved, because, like, we're doing a new thing. That was old DC. We're in new, we're in DC... Yeah. You now, it's just officially now, not DCEU. It's the DC universe we've known now. Yeah, and, and, and as 
as hard as it is to move on from, like you said, just talking about different castings, we know what was kind of promised in the original DCEU with Man of Steel, BBS, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. We're not getting it. We're not getting it. We're not. We're not getting. Um, um, what's his name? Dark Side. We're not getting. What's his um, name? <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting any of that. We're getting something new. Um, I, it'll, it'll probably be all reset with whenever Flashpoint comes out. If it comes out. If it comes out. Um, and then we move on from there. So I hate to say it, but just just move on. There you go. Um, on. I, I think interesting enough, like him addressing this, like I think in a James Gunn universe, you could see him play coy with like, all right, we'll have Katie Lotz be a white canary or at least have an Easter egg if we do Legends of Tomorrow or something, which let's face it, James Gunn maybe would do a Legends of Tomorrow movie or whatever you would want to do in his universe. I would love a HBO Max Legends of Tomorrow. Can you imagine how crazy that would be? But it's like a different cast, but then they face like one episode, the old Legends of Tomorrow, and then it's like Katie Lotz and then Brandon Routh and everybody. I mean, just like take the cast, but take it off of CW completely and make it an HBO Uh, Max show. So I like, you know, um, Peacemaker. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I would love like HBO Max at least Legend Tomorrow show show with no boundaries. It would be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine the blood? <laughs> the blood. Imagine all the blood. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, and that was kind of your oh, Kevin's okay. Kevin had I'm a right, coffee. Good. All right, you're good. good. Uh, that was the HBO side of the news. So let's flip on over to the world of Disney now, though, Kevin. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> which is the 90s one. Um, But turns out, which is good because James Gunn, you know, is now in both worlds. Uh, We have the casting announcement for Star Wars, the Acolyte series, because it's not Star Wars, the Acolyte. It's just the Acolyte. And this is supposedly, we all think it's a show about the Sith Order, right? Supposedly, we think it is about, yes, that the main character played by Amanda Steinberg is going to be an apprentice or something with the rule of two under the Sith order before this is, you know, old Republic, high Republic, whatever you want to call it uh, yeah. before Phantom Menace. Um, I'm really excited about this show because I, I feel like Andor has been a very good, what's the word I'm looking for? Blueprint on how to do, I guess, darker Star Wars. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. A more adult highbrow Star Wars, as many call it. You know, I hate that so much because I, I feel like that means if your favorite Star Wars is A New Hope, it means you're a child. Like, no, come on. It's you know, awesome. But I can also yeah. act like Andor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what it is. I think it's mainly people using that distinctive of like it is, like you said, darker, more dialogue in depth focused of a show than, you know, we haven't seen a lightsaber. We've barely seen action scenes and barely seen, you know, spaceship fights. And I get all of that. But I also think, too, that the best Star Wars is Star Wars everybody can watch together, not just adults, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I can't imagine my 10 year old self watching Andor. Yeah. The interesting you- thing is, like with this, too, you're right. I think the Acolyte, that's this seems more, like you said, more like Andor, because I actually just found the description if you want me to read it. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Uh, so the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers in a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So we, we're right. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past it if we end literally like in this show with, you know, Palpatine or something. Uh, a former yeah. Padawan yeah. reunites with her Jedi master to investigate a series of crimes. But the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. Yep, that's it. <laughs> So this definitely will be, and it looks like from that description, it sounds like a um, a Jedi Sith cops and robbers show, which is really cool too. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, like with this show. We, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but now you know we're actually getting more substantial news with it. We'll go through the cast in a little bit of like, do we see? You know, if you saw Tales of the Jedi, like that really made you really like, I understand Dooku now. Is this show going to yeah. make you, you know, root for the? I mean, we all love rooting for villains. Let's face it, you know, and everything. We're like, oh, you're the the heroes only. Sir. Do not. You do. You do. You I love, love you, my heroes. You love Killmonger. Get the hell out of here. Killmonger is <laughs> a villain, and everyone that says he was right, I'm like, really? He was right? No, he wasn't. Uh, Don't kid yourself. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> um, but I think this will be interesting cool, to see though? if the Acolyte puts in the perspective of, like, because we kind of with new Star Wars, not, I guess you could say Disney-era Star Wars of that gray. You know, we have Ahsoka. We have Luke kind of now more of, like, not the Sith aren't all fully bad and you know with tales of the jedi kind of reinforcing that and you know that the jedi were wrong and that the siths had some interesting dealings there and jedi were arrogant the jedi thought that their way was the way and any other way other than that was path to the dark side mm-hmm. but that's not the way i feel like the one what was that one like i can't remember his name but he was in rebels 
He was like that force sensitive creature that lived in the desert. He was like giant. The Bendu. The Bendu. Like the the, the force is. It's not light. It's not dark. It's just the force. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the way that um, uh, you find a conflict in that is that the Jedi want to use this only this part. So they only want to use that part. And that's where the conflict is. But mm. the force just is, I think. That, that, that's kind of how I see it. <laughs> uh, so interestingly <laughs> enough, the cast. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, oh, where'd, I lost it. There it is. Uh, we already knew Amanda Stenberg. Uh, I mean, we kind of confirmed that officially. I, I think it was Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con this year. I think is what, what, what she confirmed it. Uh, we also know this has been rumored, but it's officially happening. Ling Jung-jae, who you know from uh, Squid Games, uh, he's casted in the number two spot. Interestingly enough, the one behind-the-scenes photo they released is Amanda Stenberg, Lee Jung-jae, and Leslie Headland, who is the director creator of the show, uh, doing it looks the like they had <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting that maybe he is the master and she's the apprentice that reunite. But we also get Manny Jacinto, you know, from Good Place, uh, who will be interested to see what his role is. And also, let's face it, a lot of these people could be in makeup, and we're not even realize it because they, they yeah. did our boy Han, and we're like, oh, Han's in Obi Wan Kenobi. No, he was the fifth brother, you know. He had on all kinds of makeup. All kinds of makeup. But interestingly yeah. enough, this was kind of rumored uh, late last week. Daphne Keene, who you might know as pretty much X-23, however you want to call it, from Logan. She's grown up now, and she's going to be in this show, too, which really dope. I think that could be an interesting, like, rivalry slash two characters of, like, let's have two teenage, teenage-looking actresses, Ooh. kind of like Mean Girls, but make it Star Wars and rivals with each other. They also, uh, this has come out of Hollywood Reporter, they uh, casted Carrie Ann Moss as well from The Matrix. Yes, correct. She's also in it. Um, Charlie Barnett, who I think we've seen, he is actually was in Russian Doll. Jodie Turner-Smith, Rebecca Henderson, and the other cast announcement they made was Dean Charles Chapman. But yeah, adding Carrie Ann Moss there too. Really dope. Interesting enough, she's at the bottom of this thing, so maybe she's just a voice of something, maybe. That or maybe like something that in the in the, uh, in the Senate, I was thinking like she, she, she kind of carries that like... Um, that leadership with authority, uh-huh. just, just, just like um, in our in our general character. But have you watched Daphne King's other show though on HBO Max? His Dark Materials. I have not, uh, because yeah. it was kind of because eh, the Golden Compass movie I was meh on when it first came out. So I'm like, oh sweet, polar bears and they're riding the combat. I want to watch that. They got armor. Like, oh. Daniel Craig is in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so I haven't watched that. So like, the only thing I've seen Daphne Keen is was you know Logan. Uh, loved her in that. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, you'd assume all these characters are all Sith or related to Sith. Um, and like you said, it's Wonder- interesting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll say after you're done. Oh, you're, it'll be interesting to see, like, do this show, do we explore more of, like, the Sith homeworld, which we've kind of teased out with Clone Wars and with Rebels and technically Rise of Skywalker. Uh, but do we find out, you know, this is where the planet the Sith made their temple at? Did they have a big temple on Coruscant? Because be kind of fair if the jedi had one that they would have one too it was and then going on one of that is this the story that gives the origin of the rule of two that that could be big Dark plagueis you know we've talked about before with this show when we first got announced senator palpatine you know technically will we find out in andor is andy circus's character the voice of <laughs> what the hell is his name Snoke. Snoke? And they just take off his voice box and like, we like this voice. Let's use it. I feel like that that's a huge reason. I think they just like, hey, we just made you a, a right. mocap character. Come on, right. come on and do a real thing uh, with the show we're doing. But yeah, this show, I think this show will be interesting because it will have the most liberty to do whatever it wants, really. Because it I mean, obviously wherever it starts is wherever it starts. You know, if it's seven years before, you know, Phantom Menace, whatever. Um, but it, you know. There is all the books. There's the comic books, but let's face it, no one's reading those. Uh, main audience isn't you know diehards are you know and that's stuff to enjoy and consume. But like this is where you explore stuff pre Phantom Menace and which is what we haven't had, but then get people hooked on Star Wars again. And I hear that Darth Bane book is really really good. Um, never read it. I've I've um, watched a lot of videos about the book, and that's really the only way I consume the books is like people that make videos and just kind of like tell you what happened because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I've been trying to read my um Wakanda not Wakanda forever, but, but my Shuri Black Panther book for the last two weeks. But every time I try to read it, either I, I get COVID or I gotta go do something else. Like, you know how hard it is to sit down and read a book? Like it's really, really hard. <laughs> uh but something that won't be hard and something that was actually pretty easy for us to appreciate and love is Aubrey Plaza's joining the MCU, y'all. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza's gonna be joining the cast of uh, Agatha Coven. Is it called Coven of Coven of Chaos? Yes, because it was called House of Harkness. 
yeah a year ago and now it's called coven of chaos which is the official title but this is really dope kevin what's happening what got announced with it yeah the Ari Plaza is going to be joining the mcu she just on, she was just on something else too she's in a movie she's in white lotus Cur- right now currently yes, yes. what it is mm. yeah white lotus and um it looked like the, this show is going it's moving forward I, I remember when they announced this show, I thought it was going to be one of those things that they announced and then just never talk about it again. And then it never happens, but it's moving forward. So it's going to happen. I, I don't see how this show will fit into the larger MCU, but um, I'm not Kevin Feige. So who am I? <laughs> doesn't so, matter what I think. Yeah. Um, <coughs> oh, oh, there we go. Um, interestingly <laughs> enough, um, not a lot like Kev said is known about it. It's supposed to release around the end of 2023. You would assume good slot of 2023 would be around Halloween because, you know, witches. Yeah. Um, we know there's a couple other casting announcements. Aubrey Plaza kind of being the big deal out of it. Um, but we know talking about last week that we had Wonder Man officially being casted as Yaya yes. Abdul Mateen II. Um, we know that kind of the West Coast Avengers stuff's happening. We know uh, technically a White Vision show is happening that this. I'm loving that the TV universe is slowly becoming more of just the WandaVision CU and the Loki CU, which let's face it, those are the two bangers we had. And now we're filling in those universe in Miss Marvel, technically, and Moon Knight. But like we're filling in those universes because those are the things people immediately watched and be like, oh, White Vision. I remember that I was at the end of WandaVision. Agatha, end of WandaVision. Loki season two. Um, I think this is a smart move. Um, interesting enough, people are like, well, what's it going to be about? There is a lot of mysticism in, in everything. Um, if you didn't watch Legion, Aubrey Plaza was the Shadow King in oh, Legion. Yeah, he wasn't Legion, you're right. Uh, yeah. Watch it on, I think it's still on Hulu. Or if you have a Disney Plus internationally, you can watch it on there too. But she was great in that. Um, so I'm excited to see it. Because Aubrey Plaza is really, actually, really a really good actress uh, outside yeah. of comedy too. I know MCU regard as what it is. Um, so we're interested to see that people are rumor that they might switch and make her um, the daughter of Agatha Harkness. Uh, instead of being the son of Agatha Harkness, like kind of is in the comics, um, or she could just be the Shadow King again. They could really cross that over in the MCU if they wanted to. And we know from Doctor Strange and WandaVision that the mystic arts and witchcraft are two different things in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be an explanation of two on what is what is witchcraft in the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. how does it work compared to... Because um, we, we, we saw Doctor, Doctor Strange do witchcraft as a master of the mystic arts. So it, it could be a further explanation into that also. Um, I'm also just excited to see that character back though, because like I said, I, I don't I don't know how this show fit, will fit in the modern MCU, but the Catherine Hahn killed as Agatha. Like she 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 owned the whole role yeah. the entire time from the episodes of TV to when she actually became hey I'm the villain mm-hmm. actually, and we all saw it coming all along. Uh, <laughs> so it was, yeah, but the interesting thing is too is that this is technically a reunion for them because they both were on Parks and Rec together. So, but it both were like you know support roles, and now ten ten oh, years yeah, ago. She, she was, she was campaign the um, manager or whatever. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, and wow. that was 10 years ago. And now they're reunited and they're both forces. You know, they're comedy forces now. Now, now I kind of want to see a, a scene with Paul Rudd and um, Agatha because Paul Rudd was in that Parks and Rec for like a couple oh, episodes. Too. For the best, unless he dies and can uh, MN3, but we'll get there. We'll no, get there. It's not, it's not, not a possibility, but it's kind of scary. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of uh, scary. But yeah, exciting news. Obviously, that's still a ways away. We still have the Ironheart series to look out. Uh, we have Loki season two. Ton of Do you think coming up. there's a chance though this could be switched from a series to like a special? I like Werewolf by Night. I could see that. Um, I mean, obviously, I feel like they would if it with the casting stuff. They will probably soon announce. You know, is it ten episodes? Blah blah. We, yeah. We'll find out. Obviously, at a Comic Con or Disney D twenty three. But that makes sense because um, if you have this themed out come out around October then why do a Halloween special on top of that? You know, kind of, that's the thing with all the Marvel stuff coming out. You kind of have to look at the schedule of like, all right, well, we want something for Halloween. We can't release something else around Halloween because look what it did for Star Wars where we had Andor. Yeah. Tales of the Jedi came out at the same time. And it's like, okay, who would you want us to, people to talk about slash watch first? Which, you know, we had earlier this year when we had Kenobi coming out with Miss Marvel for like four weeks. And, and they know now that, that that's, that's another arrow in the quiver they have now because mm-hmm. they... they like Werewolf Night was really good, and then we have Guardians so now, out in a month, and no, literally like three weeks from now. So, so if you if you figure out figure out a way to do four quarterly specials along with your series and your movies, like that's like just just, just imagine like a um I don't know two years from now a a Falcon special before Captain America four mm-hmm. about not about Captain America but about the guy that maybe could become Falcon in the movie. And the inter- you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, the interesting thing is so like if you've seen a lot of Disney Plus news on social media, it is because. This week, 
slash kind of next week is a time you're most likely everyone's Disney Plus will have renewed since first getting it three years ago. Um, because this is the end of that three year, you know, first deal if you got it or whatever. And then you have to renew and pay the, the new price. Yeah, I renew every month. So yeah, <laughs> $7.99 yeah. is gone for me every month. <laughs> um, but yeah, so interestingly enough, that's why we're getting a lot of Disney Plus news, which I'm totally fine with. But something I'm not fine with, Kevin, is that the Russo brothers saying they're not returning to the MCU until 2030. Yeah. yeah. I don't wanna, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to think about 20. In 2030, my daughter will be like in high school. It's mm-hmm. rough to think about. I will be 37 in 2030. And you can have. Uh, a little hoodie running around too. Yeah, the, the three dogs. You know, three dogs. Three around. dogs. <laughs> Most by that point, yeah, three. You'll be, you'll be carrying Teddy around. <laughs> I'll be wheelchairing Teddy around. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the, Russo, Roomba. <laughs> the Russo brothers uh, spoke to Variety uh, like late last week about their experience working with Marvel. They were kind of on the Variety like producer. I think it was like production company of the year or something. Um, where they said, talking about Marvel, how the two are still in conversations with the comic book studio, but want to put them distance between themselves and 2019's Endgame, which, let's face it, makes sense. Uh, you know, they've we've had they've a lot of movies they've been producing and directing at the same time. Um, where, but it sucks because at the point they said they have no plans returning to the MCU until 2030 at the earliest, which, let's face it, would probably be like phase eight by the time 2030 happens. Bless all these creatives and directors who want to make sure that they're artistic voices heard because if i knew the thing i was that i was good at on this earth was making good marvel movies i wouldn't stray i wouldn't try to do anything else i wouldn't try to make a drama i wouldn't want to make a little sci-fi series about you know superhero assassin school like no i'm here to make adventure movies that's what i'm gonna do so when you need me call me i'll be sitting over there <laughs> yeah so interestingly enough like uh this year we've had they did the great uh, gray man on netflix with chris evans um, interesting enough, they also were producers behind Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Haven't seen that movie, see that, because that would probably be my movie of the year, critically, if you actually want to say anything. Um, we didn't. We know already kind of that uh, Destin Daniel Cretton is doing King Dynasty, uh, which was the next Avengers movie. We have Secret Wars, which has no director attached. We assume the Russo Bros were coming back. We learned, I think it was last month, that they're not confirmed at all for that. So, rumor lately has been yeah. Ryan Cooler, which is weird yeah that would be interesting because i feel I like for a big that's i don't see him doing a, movie yeah mm. i don't see him doing a big movie like that uh-huh well not, not a big i don't see him doing an ensemble cast movie like that i should say yeah it's not, i feel like yeah. it would be he would you know i mean we have more intimate stories look at black panther one black panther two coming out this yeah. week that it, they're very more intimate stories with yeah a cast that's maybe like 10 deep it's probably and, like 20 deep. 75 to 100 events yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that maybe kevin feige is the director of secret wars who knows gets in there he's gonna switch hats like, put on the director hat. <laughs> there we go uh um, but yeah interestingly enough you know we'll see what happens with that it sucks but i mean i get it because the other thing is you created and went out on top you know you really don't want to go back there unless you need to like I said, more power to him because for me, I, I wouldn't, I would never stop. Like, yeah, I, I don't have any any career aspirations behind it. I want to make Marvel movies and make money. So just call me when you need me. I'll sign whatever contract you want. 10, 11, 13, 15 movies. Just, just outside on the deadline. <laughs> uh, but Kevin, speaking of Marvel, let's talk about our big story, uh, our last story for the day, our last minute Black Panther Wakanda Forever predictions. So we are seeing it. This week, I can't say when, but Thursday there will be an episode uh, of Black Panther Wakanda Forever review episode. So you enjoy that. Get ready for that. Uh, so, Kevin, before we go see it, you and I are going to go see it together. How many times have you already rewatched Black Panther? Twice so far. Just yes. twice. And it's actually kind of poignant because I think I said it on episode before this one. It was the first time I've, I've watched it through since his, he passed away. And I was able to actually watch it without just becoming depressed and sobby. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So uh, I watched it like a week and a half ago, and I watched it last Saturday. And I can tell you, when the credits hit, I, I turned my soundbar all the way up to the point where like my floors were shaking. And I was like, yeah, all the stars are close, baby. Yeah, straight, told you. <laughs> this is great. Uh, it's better in the theater than it is actually listening on like iHeartRadio or whatever music listening device because it, it slaps with when you have the animations with it. And it's, it's, it's that thing we love about movies, that, that shared experience thing. Because like when that movie ended, it, it was just so... The positivity oozed off the screen and into that song. And everybody was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 
you've seen, I'm, I think I'm seeing it tonight with more uh, the first Black Panther to watch. Just you watch it because I do think as of right now, if you're listening, just watching that, I think is a good. Oh, <coughs> there is like phlegm in my throat. I can feel it. Watching the first Black Panther movie, I think is <coughs> a good primer for what you're going to get in Wakanda forever. <laughs> I'm trying to talk voice my body. Um <laughs> Because we have the, we get the directing, styling, we know kind of the characters. You know, there is Infinity War Endgame, but you can kind of watch those clips on TikTok, really, if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I know those are epic moments, especially for the whole cast, really, of Wakanda and everything. But I think really to get you ready and primed and appreciate more Wakanda forever, you watch the first one. I love... Oh, my... I, I actually... Watching the first, want to say, half hour to 45 minutes of Infinity War is so much fun. Uh-huh. Because that scene, when they um ask... Where can we go to do this for vision to get separate the stone for the brain? And Cap goes, I know a place. And just, like, yeah, we're going back to Wakanda. And, and the shot of him walking from behind him, walking on the field, he just, you know that's T'Challa. It's like, oh, it's T'Challa, he's back. It's Russo Brothers. Like I said, don't, tr- I know you have aspirations, but you're really good at one thing. <laughs> uh, so we know we've seen it. Obviously, you have seen it by now, too. If you have not, enjoy it you got a double feature this week kevin i'm gonna go through some of the questions and we'll do some predictions obviously out of those this sort of prime us get us ready um let's go first things first do you think namor will be a villain or a hero by the end of the movie i think namor will be namor by the end of the movie all right there you go great character Um, i like it in the comics as much as t'challa is for wakanda first Namor is for in the comics Atlanta first, which will be I think Talakan, Talakan yeah. mm-hmm. in this. So as much as like I said, he is for Wakanda. He's that much more for Atlantis. Like he he is not for the BS. He will sink the world mm-hmm. if he has to. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. I think having more characters like that in the MCU is great for storytelling too. Just we don't about, really have any. I don't think. Yeah, I mean we, Loki technically. Yeah, I guess, if you want to say anything, but like it's good to have those characters like. You don't immediately know what their ambitions slash how they're going to react to scenarios are are going to be. Yeah, kind of, kind of like 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 that scene um, from Pirates of the Caribbean. They ask, "Well, who's side is Jack on? Currently, I don't know." Like, exactly. You, you got to need that kind of character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, next question, Kevin. I love that I'm, I'm interviewing, interrogating style. You, what you think these answers are? And I just base it off your answer. Will we see multiple people wear the cowl of Black Panther in this movie? Give me one second. Oh, and Kevin's dead. All right, there we go. There we go. I'm uh, <laughs> talking so much that I've been sick. That's okay. Um, that's been a rumor. I'll say we'll see multiple people wear some kind of suit of armor. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this movie, there will be a defunct, a, a defunct, not defunct, but a, a definitive Black uh-huh. Panther. Uh-huh. Um, going forward, it looks like it's Shuri. Um, but how we get there is more of the important thing because it could be Shuri in the beginning and it's like, oh, I suck. I'm not doing this anymore. And then we go through a whole thing like, no, it has to be Shuri. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of how the comic book was. In the comics, um, T'Challa's in a coma because of Doctor Doom. Um, and so Shuri starts going through the trials of Black Panther. She meets the Panther god Bast and Bast says she's not worthy to be Black Panther, which makes her you know, sad, but she still has to go and protect Wakanda. And then when she gets to one of like, the Wakandan shamans, she, she tells him, like, Bast told you what you needed to hear. You weren't worthy at the time, but you are worthy now. And that's why you are the Black Panther. So it could be one of those kind of all things. Right, all right, all right. Uh, my next question, follow up with that, because you just said it. Will we get Bast making an appearance again in this movie? Because, you know, she kind of was a thing in Thor Love and Thunder, but not really. And kind of a thing in Moon Knight, but not really. Hope so. Because, um, I mean, in Moon Knight, we saw a big, you know, bird god fight a big alligator god. So maybe we'd start. I mean, we saw like, you know, the god meeting in Thor Love and Thunder. So maybe we actually can get another level of godhood to come down and actually talk to somebody. That'd be, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool. I'm hoping for that, actually. Right. Yeah. Other follow up question, because you just said it too. Dr. Doom, will he be making an appearance in this movie or any connection to the character? I will say 100%. No Doctor Doom will be mentioned or seen in this movie. Okay. Um, there may be an empty seat at some point, maybe, and then wondering who were who is supposed to be there representing the, a certain oh, country. Oh, like the UN or something. Mm, there that you may be it, but we won't see a big guy in a green cloak and a metal face at all. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think. I think why I asked that question is because it's been so rumored that Dr. Doom is the end credit of this movie and it will kick off Fantastic Four and everything and blah, 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 blah. Who the hell knows what's happening in Fantastic Four still because we've had so many theories of how they'll be introduced and they still haven't been introduced by now. I think seeing Doom may be more likely in Ant-Man than it would be, I think, in uh, Black Panther because 
and the, and the whole reason because it's not anything really it's not anything narratively that I think that is that this movie was made for Chad so they're not trying to bleed anything else into the MCU but for everything okay. for Wakanda and Chadwick Boseman there you go, there you go. Um, yeah. so with I will go, I was going to ask about end credits but we'll ask about that at the end because it's end credits Martin Freeman's character uh, I forget what the character's name is do you think he becomes more kind of like the Thunderbolt Ross role in this a la placeholder for Harrison Ford and then connects into Thunderbolts, or what do you think his involvement is in this? In the comic books, he's always been very, very pro Wakanda. Actually, at one point, he became like the leader of Wakanda because one of the child's wild plans. But I think he kind of stays very pro pro Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I don't think he becomes like a um, an agent for somebody else in the government because I mean they saved his life. They they put a bead in his back so he wouldn't be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the rest of his life. So I think he stays pro Wakanda. I don't think I, he goes anywhere. I, like I think things Everett Ross. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> there's a lot. Um yeah, it's interesting that that character's coming back cuz I feel like there are so many government agent-y roles now that we have everybody, you know, we have the Shadow Broker, which is technically yeah. Sharon Carter, you know, we have Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, we have Nick Fury, we have Maria Hill, and then we're getting Thunderbolt Ross again with Harrison Ford, so it's they kind of got to distinct these government agent people like are they connected to a larger thing are they not you know yeah ever k ross's name there's a hilarious few panels in one of my black panther books of him talking to mephisto in in an apartment in harlem it's hilarious uh so kevin uh who else is dying in this movie we already know t'challa is dying in this movie it make it has to happen uh unfortunately who do you think anyone else is potentially on the chopping block uh Character-wise, whether it is a Talokin, I mean the Talokins, I think are a little more expendable. But anyone really in the Wakanda side? I think Ramonda is definitely a candidate for it, uh-huh. which breaks my heart because Angela has yeah. been, been so great in these. I mean, she wasn't even on that screen that much in um, the first one, but she was amazing for the mm-hmm. time she had on screen. Um, but I think that's one of those things that may spur on a heroic final push in whatever mm-hmm. the final battle is. Um, I think also Namora. We've seen her in the trailer. She kind of pops up on screen um, when they're fighting, like in the um, I think in, like in one of the city scenes. That's uh, I think Namor's either cousin or Namor's sister. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. She's Loken, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a thing that maybe spurs Namor down the wrong road more. And also, honestly, also Everett Ross could be another one too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like. He, he made Colson some, Yeah. So, some kind of duty to um sacrifice Colson like to sacrifice for Wakanda to make sure that you know whatever they're whatever they're trying to achieve in this movie is is achieved. Um, and also one two percent chance maybe Shuri. I don't know. That's that, that's be wild. I don't think they'll do that. You just they said will. they need a Black Panther at the end of this movie. And maybe that's what the third one is about. The third one is about literally. Uh, that's the, that's a you know little I mean? too much. I feel like I can't do that again. <laughs> I can't okay. deal with that. <laughs> okay. All right. I got three more questions. Technically, you already know one of them. Who gets a spinoff show from this? We already know technically Ironheart. So that one doesn't is not a valid answer. But what gets spinoffed into a Disney Plus thing? Oh, yeah. It's getting one, too. At some mm. point. They, they announced that a while ago. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind a Jabari special. Jabari special. It's because it's the holidays with Mbaku and his clan. That would be hilarious. Um, because I know a lot of people are saying that they think that um, Mbaku will be the Black Panther, but he won't be because he doesn't believe in as boss as his God. He believes in the Panther God. I mean, the, the ape God. Mm-hmm. So it will be a different uh, kind of a cool thing to, to dive into a different culture that's still in Wakanda. So we already know about like Wakanda culture, but then we never learned about the Wakanda culture on the Jabari track. I think also Winston Duke, you know, he 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 still is on the come up. You know, I think he, yeah. he's been in a lot of movies. You know, Black Panther. Uh, yeah, action movie on Netflix us. too. Uh, and he, yeah, I think he is someone that would do a Disney Plus show. And like you yeah. said, the rumor already is there is a Wakanda series in development. You know, Ryan Coogler is supposed to take you know precedent over that kind of how James Gunn has with everything Guardians related. Um, I think an Okoye slash rumor is a Midnight Angels, which we'll learn more about this, that in this movie would make sense. Mm-hmm. That Midnight Angels stuff is very interesting because that could be signaling what we're going through in Black Panther 3, which is going to be crazy mm-hmm. if it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, second last question. Will we see T'Challa's kid, a.k.a. I'm calling him T'Chama just because of naming reasons, because T'Chaka, T'Challa, T'Chama. He actually does have a kid with Stormy, Missouri. Mm-hmm. 
who is completely overpowered. He's a mutant and he has a heart shaped herb. So it's just not fair. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. Um, that, that could be like a thing. Maybe. I don't know how they would explain off screen between movies and between blips that he had a kid with Nakia. But um, they, didn't, they haven't really explained how much time happened in between. Well, actually, we know because Black Panther happened after Civil War. Mm hmm. And then if any war happened years later. So maybe I know what that actually that could happen. Maybe they had a kid and the kid is somewhere off doing his studies when all this happens. Yeah, hmm. that's that is the interesting thing. That's a rumor I've seen a lot, too, is just like, all right, well, eventually we'll get to the point of Secret Wars where we have T'Challa Jr. Or like you said, Azuri or whatever they will call him in the MCU, uh, that he'll be the true replacement for Black Panther once Secret Wars comes out by 2025, because then they can age up the character to be 15 or whatever by then. Hold on, let me just do some uh, quick MCU math here. Uh, <laughs> what year did what year did Civil War come out? Uh, Civil War, the movie, or like in MCU timeline or our timeline? Uh, our timeline. Like I what year is that? Twenty fifteen, I think. Don't Google Civil War. I get the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. release date. <laughs> I think, put Civil War release date. I think you're fine. Uh, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, and Infinity War was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So that's three years plus five years for the blip. That's eight years old. And they were two years after that. So he would be roughly 15-ish at the time of the Secret Wars and the Kang Dynasty. So that's possible. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. I mean, that one's more of a stretch than anything. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there is the rumor of that, you know, they had a kid, and so we technically can still have a T'Challa, but it's T'Challa the second or something. T'Challa, the uh, second of his name, ruler of Wakanda. Yeah, um, second of his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, but, Kevin, this leads to the final question. How many slash what do you think will be the end credit of this movie hearing one i'm hearing there's only one mm-hmm. mid-credits scene so it's like you know how marvel does the fancy end credits and then there's there's a um a end credit scene and the actual credits start so i mean there's only one um what i will we st- probably stay through the whole credits on when we yes, see it we will of course we will be disappointed <laughs> at the end of it. we will so <laughs> but i'm hearing it's only one and it's really good that's what i'm hearing yeah i think uh let me try to look it up uh we know they've said the runtime as far as we know, it's two hours, 41 minutes. So we'll stay until the entire run of that. Um, I've also heard the one mid credit scene. It'll be interesting because we already know technically what the end credit scene song is. When the credits go, it will be the Rihanna Lift Me Up song, which very somber, <laughs> sad song. Yes. You'd assume through the credits, we will have a, cre- uh, a tribute to Chadwick. Um, so it's interesting to see how they handle, manage that with an end credit thing as like a stinger or a push forward to, you know, king dynasty or whatever we're going next um i do think it is probably something like you said you've already mentioned dr doom related but not dr doom himself it is it's latveria right yeah crazy yeah Yeah. latveria or zuan or something like that i'm just like all right we have something that's like not super huge but it's like all right cool that means dr doom's here at least yeah i think it's something like that or maybe even something that's more about the future of wakanda itself in Mm -hmm. relation to talokan so it could be some kind of trees of trees. Could be a no more thing, really, if we thought. It, it, could, yeah. it could be because I mean, it, assuming he doesn't die in this, I don't think they. they nah. I think they kind of learned a lesson with. Oh, shoot, what if it, what if it's what if it's Killmonger? If Killmonger comes dimension? back, baby, I'm gonna scream in joy because we were we were like yes. <laughs> I mean, if you if you look at the career path of Ryan Coogler, he's never done a movie without Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> so I mean. He, I still think he'll show up in the ancestral plane in this movie at some point. Oh, I, uh, I like that. I do like that. Hmm. But who's to say he, he doesn't figure a way out of there? Oh, we didn't talk about that. We're definitely going back to the ancestral plane for sure. Especially if Shuri's yeah. getting the herb and everything. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Because he burned all the herb, of course, in the end of um at the at the when he got the throne of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But um, who knows? That could, either Shuri can make an artificial one, or there's some kind of secret ancient burial place where they don't visit anymore that still has some in there so yeah. who knows they'll right. figure it out there you go yeah. Any, anything else before we piece on out of here kevin i think i kind of got you to answer everything <laughs> well also i think we'll also experience pain at some point in this movie we'll yes. just be crying we will be definitely there'll be probably a cry moment most likely at the beginning of this movie most likely wearing, definitely at the end again <laughs> i'm wearing sunglasses <laughs> i can't see, me see doing anything it. then i don't know what you can do is kevin awake What's the Kevin, problem? Oh, oh, it's seven o'clock. Wake up. <laughs> uh, but let us know how hyped you are for Wakanda Forever. 
Are you going to see it this weekend? You've seen it during those midnight previews, which technically aren't even a thing anymore because you see it on Thursday at like 6 o'clock now instead. Um, are you getting that expensive uh, popcorn bucket that's really just like a weird like rock is essentially what it is? Nothing that cool compared to the Mjolnir one. Uh, it's, it's, it's just like it's vibranium. It's like it's like it's not as cool as Mjolnir was for Thor Love and Thunder or the weird cube box that Brother John got for Dr. Strange. He was so excited about that. So excited about that. And what has he used it for? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You said that was such a disappointment of my older brother. Because <laughs> I bought it. That's why for him. Why my mom's money. But whatever you're going to do. Uh, do you see what the, the popcorn bucket looks like? Yeah, that's not great. It's not It's not as entertaining as it could have been. It was a T'Challa this helmet did, or something. Or a Black yeah, Panther helmet. Made, or they could have just made it a Black Panther helmet and yeah. call it a day. Like, I don't even know why they did that. That was so much easier. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, but what you can do is go to hot995.com slash crisis crew. Stay up to date with everything we're talking about. Like we said, hopefully Thursday we will have our Black Panther Wakanda Forever review out for you to enjoy. Best part about our review episodes, we do non-spoilers for the first 20-ish minutes of it. Then we go full-on spoiler territory. Best part of it is you can pause us. Come back to us after you see the movie. I actually had someone tell me that they do that every time in Florida this weekend. Funny, good. I, I thought, that's always been my vision. Like, they listen to us and say, okay, we'll see the movie now. And they got and to come. They, they keep <laughs> us downloaded. And that doesn't do anything for us. It's just keeping us downloaded. But it's good for you because you can listen to us even if there's bad Wi-Fi. Actually, I am like I, I definitely am going to go see this movie before I want to see on 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 a Saturday again by myself. So I, I am notes. going to make my fiance. She has a work trip this weekend. As soon as she gets off the plane next week, off her trip, we're going to the theater and not talking to each other and watching Black Panther. In the car. <laughs> we're not talking. Uh, um, or don't forget, you can go to at infinite underscore pods on Instagram, on Twitter, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash at infinite underscore pods. Or Kev, they can see us record live, which you could be really ahead of everybody if you see us when we record the live uh, where. Twitch.tv slash infinite underscore pods. It's a good time. It's a great times and Good times are ahead. It's a, it's a big week for being yes. a nerd this week. Uh, but have a great week. We will talk to you on Thursday. As always, my name is Hoodie. And I'm Kevin. And you've officially listened to the last episode before Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out of what, Kevin? Crisis. <laughs> on Infinite Podcast. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.